0: Hi everybody, Kat here. Welcome to Love First. And if you're new here, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening in. Today we're going to be talking about venting. Should we be doing it? And if we do, how should we do it? Is it godly? So let's get started. Today's scripture comes from two different verses in the same chapter, same book of the Bible, we're going to be looking at Proverbs twenty nine eleven. In the NLT translation reads, fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. Then if you look up to verse 28, so Proverbs 29, verse 8, mockers can get a whole town agitated, but the wise will calm anger. So is venting wrong? Is it ungodly? Is it dangerous for our spiritual health? Well, this is actually kind of a complicated question, because first of all, we have to remind ourselves that the concept of venting is a very worldly thing. And as Paul reminds us in Romans, we're not to be of this world. When I'm saying venting, what I mean is just pouring out all of the emotions, all of the thoughts onto usually someone else or onto a platform or what will you, where you're just spewing it all out where you feel like a bottle ready to explode and you need to let the cap off, let the steam out. You know, there's a million analogies for this, but that is what I'm talking about when we look at venting. This is going to be a difficult episode to talk about because I feel like it's not going to be (laughs) received completely well. Um, but I know that I, this is something I have to work on. So when I'm saying this and with almost every episode, I'm not just saying this to tell everyone else to be better. I'm also speaking to myself. These are things that God has spoken through, spoken to me through his word um, and through prayer that I feel led to share. Right. So what I'm saying isn't you can't vent, but you know, I'm perfect. I don't vent. I vent all the time. So reading these scriptures and resonating and praying helped me see where I need to improve. And Wanting to share this with you so you can see how you can also improve, so we can maintain that effort to be godly and produce those good fruits of the spirit. Which let's talk about the good fruits of the spirit. If we take a look, this is in Galatians 5, we'll take a look at the fruits of the spirit. And I'm just gonna, there's a list, I'm gonna say the list. Um, if you want to turn to your scripture, you can, or your Bible, you can, and, and read along with me. But the fruits of the spirit are as follows love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So when we look at these, my recommendation to you, and I'm about to do this myself in my own home, is make the list of the good fruits and put them in locations that you constantly see. So what I'm actually about to do today is write out the list, multiple different lists, and put them by the sink, the kitchen sink, put them in my bathroom, put them on my closet door, put them on my front door, and I'm getting ready to even put one in the visor of my car. So that way I always have a constant reminder of what those good fruits are and can constantly check myself. The reason I want to talk about the good fruits of the spirit though is because anything we do, if we want to know is this godly, check the fruits of the spirit and ask yourself, will your actions produce that fruit? Right? So remember, when we have an action, we plant a seed and that seed will either produce a good fruit tree or a good fruit plant, or it will produce a bad fruit. Okay. So if I'm venting, I'm having a rough day at work, something's wrong, something's not resonating. I need to vent. Will my venting produce love Will it produce joy? Will it produce peace? What about patience? Maybe kindness. How about goodness? Faithfulness? Gentleness? Self-control? I know for me, most of the time when I vent, it produces nothing more than anger, which is a bad fruit. So if what I'm about to do is only going to produce anger, I do have to hold it back, which is very hard because we live in a world that tells us to do the opposite. We live in a world that tells us, no, vent it out or you'll explode. And I'm going to address that. But all in all, scripture makes it clear that venting really does nothing for us, right? Venting, we see it as I'm about to explode and I need to let the cap off. But as we see in Proverbs 29, 8, if we're trying to get other people to agree with us, we're just spreading anger. We're spreading hate. And that's not good that's not beneficial for anybody. So if that's the case, then what do I do when I feel like I'm about to explode? What do I do when I feel like the cap's about to burst and I have to let it out? Well, that's where our Heavenly Father comes into the picture. I'm telling you, I'm aware some of you are not going to like what I have to say because we like venting. We get a we get a little jump of relief when we vent. That doesn't mean it's godly. That's attaining to the flesh. That's pleasing the flesh. And I am i have to work on this too. I know it. I know that I am totally red-handed here. So this is a work in progress. But let's really think about this. If I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I need to vent so bad... There's really only one person I can vent to. There's only one outlet I can go to that will not result in producing a bad fruit or spreading ill feelings or bad emotions. And that is God. He is the only one who will not be swayed by what you say. The only one that will not react with equal emotion towards the situation. If I'm angry at a friend and I need to vent about it, there is a good chance that the minute I vent about it, the person I'm talking to will start having ill feelings towards that person or even ill feelings towards me, depending on how I'm coming off. Either way, it's going to produce a negative emotion, a negative reaction. Love First is all about making love the first reaction. And that is not just in ourselves, but also in encouraging others to have love be the first reaction. So if we're venting and we're possibly making their reaction negative and a bad fruit, we have made a mistake. This is not an easy message to receive because, again, we live in a world that tells us that venting is good, that you have to vent. But what I'm here to say is that scripture says otherwise. Scripture leads us to understand that we can vent to God all day long. David does it consistently. You can see it all through Psalms. There is nonstop venting David has for God to listen to. But David's not venting to other people. He's venting to God. God can't be swayed by what we say. God stays consistent. He's our rock on which we stand. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he can't be swayed. We can vent to him. Because nothing we say will change his disposition. That's why venting. Is venting wrong? Not when we're venting to God. I'm telling you, it is okay to pray and say, God, I'm mad. I'm furious. How dare they do this? How dare my job tell me to do this? How could they possibly think this was okay? Go to God. Tell him he's there. He'll listen. I I promise you, God will listen to you. But when I pick up the phone or when I go to lunch with a friend and I just blast my entire co-working staff and I tell them how horrible they are and I tell them all the things they're doing wrong or maybe I'm talking about my husband and I say, oh, he just can't do anything right, you know, and I'm just negative, negative, negative. That only makes negative emotion produced in the person I'm speaking to. That's not good. Worse yet, let's say I am venting about my husband. My friend could now have ill feelings about my husband because I chose to vent about him thinking that, well, we're supposed to vent. Otherwise, we'll just explode. This is not an easy message to receive. I know that. I know this is hard. I know some of you are probably not happy with me for saying this right now. But the scripture makes it clear. When we vent, we hurt. But when we vent to God, we're talking to our heavenly, constant, unshakable, unchanging father that's there to listen to you. Look at the Psalms. David does it all the time. He's constantly, constantly telling God his true feelings and how he feels. And if you notice, every time he does, he ends it with, but you're still faithful, but I still love you, but your way is the best way. That's what we need to do. When we vent, we need to go to our Heavenly Father. And we need to say, hey, I'm mad. Here's the list of reasons why I'm mad. I'm so frustrated. But your way is better. I know this is hard to receive. I know we feel that venting has so much value. But that feeling you get when you let the cap off and you let it explode. And it's not to your Heavenly Father, but to another person. That feeling is serving the flesh. It's not serving God. Now, I do want, before I just end this, I want to clarify something. There is a difference between venting and asking for wisdom, asking for guidance. Okay? If I go to a friend and I say, here's my situation, what do I do? As long, I mean, if you just vent everything out and then say, oh, uh, what do I do? what's my guidance? You know, just to make it better. That's not the answer. But what could be the answer is to watch your words and ask for guidance. Hey, you know, my husband and I haven't been communicating very well and I really don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. Do you have wisdom for me? That's totally different. You can go to your brothers and sisters in Christ. You can talk to other people, get their advice, get their wisdom. But when You turn it into a production of bad fruit, you've stepped out of line. And I am totally speaking to myself right now. I know I've done this just yesterday. And this was the wake-up call God needed me to see to say, it's not good, you're serving the flesh, you're doing what the world told you is okay, not what I told you is okay. And I've told you repeatedly, stop producing bad fruit. Live in the spirit, not the flesh. If it feels good, it doesn't mean that it was intended by me. So resonate on this. Think about this. If we're venting, are we venting or are we asking for wisdom? And if we're not asking for wisdom, take that vent you wanted to vent out to someone else and just take it to the father because he will listen to you. He's always listening to you. You don't have to wait for someone to pick up the other line. He's literally listening right now. Take your venting to him. He will listen. Don't take your venting to other movable, vulnerable humans that can produce bad fruits based on the plant, the seed that you planted. I, again, I'm saying this to myself too. This is not pointing fingers. I'm absolutely talking to myself right now too. I hope this scripture and I hope today was beneficial for you and helping you see how we can work on our wording, how we can work on being diligent and intentional Christians. With that, I will be praying for all of you. I'll be praying that the Spirit guides you, leads you, opens your heart to this, shows you when you can come to God, which, by the way, is always, and when and how to form questions to your brothers and sisters for wisdom thank you so much everybody for listening as always i'm wishing and praying for you all to have a blessed fabulous day a blessed fabulous week from wherever you are thank you and i'll speak to you all next time